You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. It's Politics Wednesday time and Megan Woods is with us along with Mark Mitchell. Morning to both of you. Morning, Mike. Morning, Mark. Um, I don't even know where to start um, because there's so much going on. Mark, the, did you hear Sonny Koshal this morning? Yes, I did. That those, yeah, I, mean, I mean, bloody yeah. hell, the, the, the 45,000... To April, cr- yep. retail crimes, there were 1,041 arrests. One in 45. Yeah, look, I'm, look, I'm not surprised by that number because I'm living and breathing it every day at the moment. Um, and, you know, I just had a recent meeting with my own uh, business association up in Oriwa where the police area commander came and he was shocked at how um, despondent shop owners were, how much theft was going unreported, um, the frustration of dealing with the 105 line. Um, so it doesn't surprise me at all, um, and it's what's you know it's a it's a huge uh, it has a huge um, psychological psychological impact on our retailers and our small shop owners that are just fighting yeah. every day to make a living. And we hear today that they're also putting a hiring freeze on non-constabulary. Is that going to be a major if you're a retailer getting beaten up? Hey, I've got no problem with cuts to consultants um, at the moment. I, I think there's way too many consultants in this country that the government have brought on. But I do have a major concern. You just had the police minister in the House two or three weeks ago saying that um, these unsworn officers are the new front line, and now you've got the government coming out two weeks later saying we're going to cut them. And I'm very concerned about what does that mean? Someone has to do that job, so is it going to get passed onto a front line that's already stretched to breaking point and doesn't feel like it's been reinforced Mm. with the uh, 1,500 new cops at all? See, Megan, what do you say when you say, because stats don't lie, 45,046 crimes to April, and it's only to April, and 1,041 arrests. What do you say to people like that? Yeah, and look, I mean, I listened to Sunday this morning as well. I heard your interview with him, and I mean, I haven't had a chance to dig into the into the data. I think the, the you know, well, how much digging the, do you want to do? People. I just gave you the numbers. Well, I mean, what else do you need well, to know? Well, no, you gave me the top line numbers, but in terms of that, when we know the prioritisation around the most serious offences, so if you take out the section there of ram raids, for example, within retail crime, there have been over a thousand prosecutions. So, in terms of that forty five thousand, are we talking about the kids? Um, stealing a 20 cent bag of lollies what is the continuum that we're looking at there so I would like to look into that but I would like to, to, to go to the, the, the what you've been talking about this morning Mike in terms of the, 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 the so called freeze um, within police because um, I, I too have an inquiring mind like you and um, I've dug out that email and had a look at it this morning and I would have thought actually the email was pretty much soothing bedtime reading for you in terms of reading it um, reminding people that we continuing to operate in a more fiscally constrained economy and asking people to reduce spend on contractors and consultants and focus on efficiency and productivity and to focus on the core service delivery for police. Um, So, I mean, this is what we're asking all of our public service to do. We are in a fiscally constrained environment and we do have to make sure that we're keeping to those budgets. And I think the critical thing is this is not about the front line. It is not about... um, reducing the core police public service and that is the critical thing I've read the email really closely Okay, does that soothe Megan, you Mark Megan, to any degree? No, no, not at all Megan, number one, maybe you can clear it up because we've heard that the reason why you're going around now and asking people to that they have to be fiscally um, conservative is, is because you've got a hole in your budget I don't know if that's true or not but maybe you can clear that up. The second part is this is that under you guys over the last six years you've overseen a massive increase in violent crime in this country 
and our frontline police officers are the ones that have to deal with that. And at a time when they are stretched, as a government, you don't come out and say because we've been, because our fiscal management has been so poor that we're now going to pass that harm on to you, and you're going to have to find cuts at a time when you're dealing with the worst crime that this country's ever seen. It's, so it's happy to clear that up for you, Mark. You asked me to clear that up. So this is not about cuts. The email reminds people about all the money that cuts. police have received. No, let me finish, Mark. The email reminds people about all the money that was received in Budget 2022, the need to keep to those budgets. It's not about the front line. This is not about the 1800. It's about asking people to manage things like annual leave balances, toil, things like that, keep to those budgets. And the reason we're doing this is because that's what we do. That's what we do right across the public okay. sector. That so we do ask people you know, you know to pay to the money why, they've been given, Mark, and that. And the, I think he's scaremongering around the fact that up. there's that there is going to be any reduction is simple nonsense, Mark. Quick Megan, comment, do, Mark. Do you understand? Do, do you understand why police officers toil, time off and loo, and annual leave is increasing? Do you actually understand why that's happening? It's because they're working harder to try and stay on top of the uh, increase in crime that your government has overseen. And when they join the police, they join the police to keep their communities safe. They take, that resp- they take that responsibility seriously. And they are working overtime because they're dealing with a huge increase in crime. That email that came out said that now their overtime and toil is going to be managed, which means that there's going to be less hours. They're going to be spending less hours on the front line. And by the way, it clearly says that there's going to be no new additional Authorised officers. Authorised officers do things like stand on the public counters, Megan. So if they're not standing there doing the job, who is going to do it? Is it going to fall to an already stretched um, uh, thin blue line to do it? Megan, the the teachers thing which is being announced today, whether or not you can live with that or agree with it or whatever the case may be, what's the number in terms of money Um, you have to find? um, I don't have that number on me. Would it be hundreds of millions though? Oh, oh, well, I mean, I I don't have that number, Mike. I'm not going to take a guess at it. But, I mean, pay claims when you're talking about um, teachers or nurses or any of our big public sector um, wage settlements, they are expensive because you're talking about such a a large group of people. I know you had Jan on earlier. I'm not sure if you you talked to her about that number was, but I don't have that in front of me. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. Have you met yet on it or are you meeting literally today? Um, so no, um, the, I don't meet with teachers. Obviously, that's something I that was the a Minister thing. of Education. Um, the, we we had an update at cabinet in terms of where things are going going to, but in terms of the ongoing negotiations, that's the individual minister that does it. But isn't that just simply a will? Can we live with the arbitrator's decision or not? Uh, well, I mean, yes. I mean, we put arbitration in place for a reason, and it's because we need to find a way through um, the, these disputes that we've had in terms of how it is that we can find a settlement. Um, so um, I'll leave that to Jan to comment on. But, but has of, a decision um, been made? Is, is the announcement today, yes, we can live with it and we're going to cover the bill, or no, we can't and the strikes are back on? Um, so the, the update that we had on Monday was around possible scenarios in terms of the ongoing discussions. I don't have that information. That's, a, that's the information that the Minister of Education will have. OK. Mark, Three Waters. Did you read the piece in the Herald the other day about the Three Waters turning into Ten Waters and the executives who the maximum salary you earn as an executive dealing with water apparently in this country at the moment is about $450,000 and these guys are potentially going to all earn $800,000. What are you going to do about all of that? Is three waters off, ten waters off under you guys if you win the election or not? You know, we said that we would definitely repeal three waters. We do think that there's got to be a regulator in terms of um, having a water standard delivered throughout the country. But um, I don't know. I just scratched my head. I couldn't believe that. There's, I think, $2.4 million between the three of them that have been appointed. Yeah. 
um, and, and, and are no longer needed. So, I mean, that's a question for Kieran McInulty uh, in terms of, you know, you've got the police getting cuts and you've got, um, you've got three people getting $2.4 million between them. Can you explain it, Megan? Yeah, I'm just going to pull Mark up on that. That's not about the police getting cuts. That's about the police actually um, keeping to the budget um, no, that they've been allocated right. and managing. No, right, and yeah. managing within that. Okay, so, so um, but answer me the water question. Why why do you get so much money just to run water? So, I mean, first of all, I mean, these salaries are in line with um, public service salaries. I mean, we have... Well, they're um, not, because the person who's earning the most in water at the moment is $450,000 and suddenly it's $800,000. Absolutely. Yeah, because what are they because doing? they're different sized. They're different sized. But they're not. Species. That so was the point of the article, Megan. But if you read the article, uh, uh, under three waters or four entities, yes, you're dealing with a lot more people. Under ten, you're not. Yeah, and that was always the point we made, um, Mike. That actually, the 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 least consolidated that three waters was that actually you lose some of the economies of scale. That all of the point of having bringing these bringing into larger groupings was about getting those economies of scale. So that's exactly the point that we were made. But we went back and we listened to people, and people wanted um, a more dispersed, more localised um, version of this, and that comes with a cost. What, what they actually wanted was um, less co-governance. Actually, I think Kieran missed that particular memo. Well, I think actually what they also want is safe and effective three waters management. I want to make sure that my stormwater works and that I've got safe drinking water as well. Is question time, Mark, I was watching it again, you know I'm a religious nutter yeah. on this sort of thing, you were there, Megan was there <laughs> yesterday. You got admonished, yeah. Megan, answer was too long and old Adrian didn't like that, but is is aunt, is question time getting a bit niggly at the moment and the governor doing a bit of yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, I agree, don't agree, up, down, up, down, it's getting, it's it's losing its fizz. Oh, there's a lot of pressure coming on. You would have seen that. Um, Chris Luston put a lot of pressure on Chris Hipkins yesterday, and the same with um, Grant Robinson. You know when the pressure was coming on, when Grant Robinson was asked a question by Nicola Willis about GST, and he gets on, he gets up and he starts waffling about beetroots on scones. Um, I thought that was quite funny. It, it, it lifted the mood, because it looked... It looked it looked miserable. Are you under instruction, Megan, you guys, not you, but the others who get up and get down and say yes, no, is somebody instructing you to not answer questions fully? Well, I mean, first of all, that um, come, some of it comes down to the quality of questions um, that you receive, Mike. Um, the well-crafted question and question time probably shouldn't be able to be answered with a yes-no answer. So is that, that why you're so verbose on, on this program? Because the quality of the questions are just so high. Absolutely, Mike. I, I'd really like to congratulate you on that. And I'd just like to come back to being admonished what about me, by Adrian for my answers being so long. Well, it's he gave out two questions so much... to the other side because of you. Yeah, but, 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 but Mike, when you've got such a list of achievements that our government's <laughs> achieved in housing, that you've got, I mean, I'm willing to take that. And actually, Chris Bishop can't do that much with two extra questions that he's given anyway in terms of housing. So absolutely happy to take that. But I, I will congratulate congratulate you on the quality of your questioning because I've never just been able to give you a yes no answer Mike. Very good indeed, we'll see you next week and there's no need to suck up to me just because it's the election season. Megan Woods and Mark Mitchell. For more from Newstalk ZB, listen live, on air or online and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.